Welcome back to Soulful Insight. Today, let's talk about sophistication versus innocence. You know, recently I had a discussion with someone about when is the best time to get married? Many people say, oh, in the old days, people got married younger. Ignorance was bliss. It was easier. We just fell in love. We were a zero. And yet today the trend seems to be the other way where people are getting married older, feeling that they have more sophistication. They know who they are. They know what to look for. They have more stabilized. They figured out a lot more before they start their life together. Now, what is best? I'm sure there are pros and cons to each side, but let's talk about this and maybe it'll shed some light on this topic. You know, on the one hand, this generation, as generations move on, we're always talking about sophistication, deeply, deeply educated generation. We have so much that we could bring to the table now because we have a lot more education, access to information. We live in, in a time like no other where we really, really give ourselves the ability to be able to know deep ideas, understand it fast and furious thanks to the internet and many other advancements within society. But on the same side, we also talk about the simple-hearted. We're infatuated with people that just have a purity to themselves. Take children. They have this innocence. People are infatuated with that. They love them just for their innocence, if you will. And older people as well. As people slowly become older, lives become simpler. They slow down. And even in many stages of our life, we yearn for vacations that take us away from the sophistication of life our cottage life where they're just a submission to the serenity and the calm of the nature around us and so on and so forth. We say things like, oh, young and innocent, it's just beautiful. We miss those days. What is the right approach? Let me shed some light to this. God, of course, the very first human being, the interaction with Adam and Eve, he tells them, don't touch from the tree of knowledge. If you do, you will die. Why? What was so bad about that? Well, one of the answers could be because it was a tree of knowledge. The moment you try to eat of knowledge, of sophistication, of analytics, and so on and so forth, your purity, your innocence will die. And guess what? It did. Everything spiraled out of control from there. Everything became challenging after that. The next 10 generations, sophistication led to many, many problems. And of course, one day thereafter, after the world starts to decay, Abraham comes along and he begins the process of correction. Now, Abraham himself was a master of wisdom and faith. He was an academic giant. He was a maverick of sophistication for his time, and yet he never lost his sense of innocence and purity, that purity, that childlike purity. We make that statement actually every day in davening, echoed by the prophet Nehemiah. You found his heart trustworthy to you so that you could have that sophistication and at the same time, never die without the faithfulness, the innocence. He straddled those two worlds. God told him to remain pure and faithful to him, even though he had sophistication. And indeed, he was loyal, loyal beyond through fire and water. And indeed, that became the theme of what it means to be Jewish through his children and grandchildren, all the way through Moses, when Moshe at that point transmitted deep knowledge of God and his wisdom through the Torah. And now let's 
fast forward to Moses' final days, what we're reading about now in the Torah, and we live with the times, we see in his final words, this week's Torah portion of Shoftim, he says, Tamim tihiya He reminds them to remain faithful, to remain innocent, to remain blameless, to remain earnest and serious, to let go. Don't try to find out everything. Don't try to figure out the future. Don't find people who will try to tell you what will be. Live in the moment. Let go. Don't figure it all out. Lose your sophistication. Acquire a pure and innocent heart. That is what motion joins us today, learning this in this sophisticated time, in this information era, to be present with God and what his journey holds for you. Yesterday, the world lost a very unique individual, Rabbi Goldstein. He was the rabbi who started the Chabad in Madrid some 40, 50 years ago. And a letter that he once wrote to the Rebbe in his early days in Madrid was just published. A remarkable answer from the Rebbe sheds amazing light in that. He asked the Rebbe if he could have permission, if you will, to leave Madrid, to be able to spend Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur and Sukkot and Simchat Torah with the Rebbe in New York. And he said, my soul needs to glean the life of the atmosphere near the Rebbe. And the Rebbe responded, from where do you know where your soul would gain the best benefit? Who said being here amongst all the Hasidim and the Rebbe is what your soul needs, what's best for your soul? Maybe being in Madrid with your mission would be the best thing. In other words, sometimes we have to let God and his process take over. We don't have to necessarily master it all because we can't. So indeed, this message that Moshe tells us is never lose the innocence of the childlike. Let go so that God could let go and be innocent to us as well. On the high holidays, we say, Hatom umitamam imtimimim. The perfect one who deals in innocence with those who live life with innocence. Let's never lose that beauty of innocence, the blissfulness of the lack of sophistication, because that earnestness and throwing it all and allowing God to take over, there's nothing like it in the world. Indeed, if we do that, our lives will be more happy, more purposeful, and we'll be able to let the process mold us into the best human being, the best Jew we can be.